Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Tuesday, July 20th, 2021. I'm Rich Strappolino. Dish Network signed a $5 billion non-exclusive network services agreement with AT&T to provide 4G and 5G services to Dish over the next 10 years. The deal takes effect immediately, although Dish said some customers will likely continue to connect to T-Mobile's network. Warner Media will launch the streaming news service CNN Plus in the U.S. sometime after the first of the year, 2022, but no word on how much it will cost yet, although it will not include a free ad-supported tier. CNN Plus will include original, live, and on-demand programming, separate from existing CNN channels, as well as access to past season of CNN shows. The Austrian Supreme Court referred four questions on Facebook's data collection policies to the Court of Justice of the European Union related to an ongoing civil case by privacy activist Max Schrems. The court questions Facebook changing the terms for users giving consent to processing data for personalized ads to a contractual agreement once GDPR regulations came into effect in 2018. The Austrian Supreme Court questions if this sudden shift could undermine the protections of GDPR regulations. The UK government announced a proposal to allow its digital markets unit to designate large tech companies with a strategic market status that would require following new rules of acceptable behavior with competitors and customers. Specific rules and powers under the proposal are still being determined, but this would allow for fines of up to 10% of annual turnover and give the DMU power to suspend, block, and reverse code-breaching behavior by tech giants. China's Ministry of Industry and Information Technology named 142 apps currently violating users' rights and giving until July 26th to take corrective action. Amazon's China app and NetEase's Dashin were cited for illegally collecting user information, and Tencent's live streaming app Huya reportedly deceived, misled, or forced users to turn on unspecified permissions. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman sources say Apple pushed back its deadline for employees to return to the office by at least a month, with a return set now for October at the earliest. The delay is reportedly due to a resurgence of COVID variants. A data analysis by the European Automobile Manufacturers Association found that 70% of all EV charging stations in the EU are located in the Netherlands, France, and Germany. Italy and Sweden had the fourth and fifth most charging points, accounting for 10% while Cyprus, Malta, Lithuania, Bulgaria, and Greece had the least, accounting for less than 4%. E-bike maker Radpower announced the Rad Rover 6 Plus bike, its first to feature a semi-integrated battery that fits inside the down tube of the frame. The battery can still be removed for charging. The Rad Rover 6 costs $1,999, available for pre-order now and shipping September 21st. Uber doubled the number of service areas for its grocery delivery service, now serving over 400 cities, including San Francisco, New York, and Washington, D.C. This expansion was partially driven by a partnership with Albertsons brands of over 1,200 grocery stores in the U.S., as well as partnerships with other regional chains. Samsung announced an updated version of the wall display, now with half the depth of last year's model, a 120Hz refresh rate, and able to be scaled to a 1,000-inch display at up to 16K resolution. A new wireless docking connection also allows for the display to be set up in concave, convex, ceiling, hanging, inclined, and L-type positions, and an improved AI processor supports upscaling content up to 8K. Peloton announced a beta of an in-app video game tentatively called Lane Break, which will be available to bike owners and subscribers later this year. The game will have players change cadence and resistance to meet various goals with different difficulty settings. 
WhatsApp began rolling out the ability for users to join group calls already in progress. Previously, users could only join a call when a call had started and couldn't rejoin after dropping off. Users will have to be invited to a call to join one already in progress, with group calls showing a list of all users currently on and invited to the call. DuckDuckGo launched an invite-only beta of a new email protection feature, providing a free at duck.com email address that will analyze messages and strip away trackers before forwarding to a primary email address. The feature also supports unique disposable forwarding addresses that can be generated through DuckDuckGo's mobile browser or browser extensions. Starting next year, Verizon will start preloading Android messages as the default messaging app on Android. With the move, T-Mobile, AT&T, and Verizon now support RCS chat by default in the U.S. on Android. Verizon pledged to fully support interoperability between carriers for RCS. And finally, two former early WhatsApp employees, former Chief Business Officer Niraj Arora and Engineering Director Michael Donahue, launched a new private social network called Hello App. The app is available on the App Store and Google Play. Hello App finds friends by phone numbers, supports encrypted chats, and is ad-free with eventual plans to charge for subscriptions. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.